0: again. I interviewed Liliana Epps over the internet, uh, which was a a little weird, but um, I think it ended up uh, being pretty cool. Um, I was a little skeptical about it first, you know. I thought maybe I'll just wait until I can do interviews in person again. But uh, who knows when that's going to happen, so, uh, you know, just got to do the best with what you've got. And uh, the internet cut out several times, it was kind of a pain stitching this all together but uh, I think it ended up being cool and uh, I'm glad we did it. I had a good time. I've known Liliana Epps for a while but I never knew her super well so it was cool to get to know her better. Um, She's an artist in many ways music, videos, poetry and she really inspires me. So uh, here's my conversation with Liliana Epps. How are you doing?
1: I am doing well. I'm chilling. I'm having a chill day.
0: How's your family doing with uh, all this? How's everybody around you?
1: Yeah, um, my parents are kind of just doing the same thing because they work from home already um, and they work in like the health business. So like they're still needed. So they just, it's kind of seems pretty um, undisturbed at my house, which is kind of nice.
0: Has it, do you think it's been more hectic because of this for your parents? What what do your parents do?
1: So my parents, um, they sell essential oils and they coach people and how to use essential oils and also how to um, just like eat a more clean diet and like just kind of do like mind, body, like soul kind of work, healing work in that sense, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know much about essential oils at all. Like what what essential oils should I be getting on? (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, uh... my
0: essential oils are water. Does that count? I don't have any essential <laughs> oils.
1: Water is um, really good. Water is just water. It's not oil, though. So water is essential. Um, but depending on how you're doing it, like, so basically, like, they can be used for, like, a multitude of things, um, ranging from, like, your physicality, if you have, like, muscular issues or, like, emotional, like, say, you're really anxious or, like, um, also, like, internally, say, if you have, like cancer or something literally um or like any other type like autoimmune disease or something so it's really more so what problems do you have is the question
0: well is that something that you you are passionate about too i guess like taking after your parents a little bit
1: yeah i think by default i am into it and I'm into it because I use it and it actually really helps me a lot to like be the chiller that I am Um, because I use it mostly for like emotional, um, and I did use it like for physical things because I dance, so, um, but I'm not passionate in the sense of like, I want to teach people about it or that like I want to sell them necessarily, but more so like, hey, these work really well and I use them. So like, if you want something that works really well, let me know. And I could tell you, but, uh, I think that's as far as it goes.
0: What are you doing? I mean, you do, you do a bunch of things artistically. You got your hands in a lot of places. Like how are you staying sane during, during this time? And how is, how is this, um, coronavirus situation affected your, you artistically?
1: That is a fantastic question. Um, so today I think I'll, I'll just speak for today. Today, was one of those days where I really had to like force myself to reset and calm down and relax because um, this has definitely heightened my already just um, frazzled state. Like I like you said, I have my hands dipped in a lot of different areas, and it's kind of difficult to do that right now. And I really was like met with that reality yesterday of like, girl. Slow the fuck down, like it's doing too many things too quickly, like it's okay to just kind of focus on one thing at a time. So today, I made sure to really just like focus on one thing at a time <laughs> and uh made sure to like also do things for myself. um, so like I took a bath and like I just like really just like made my morning last forever um and just let myself be slow. I think that's what it really is helping me to combat the intense, like anxious energy is to just remind myself that I can slow down and that like translates into me creating as well. And just being like, okay, pick one thing at a time to work on, take as long as you want to work on it. Like it's okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, it seems like because people have a lot of time to be doing things maybe that they want to be doing, I guess for introverts, um, yes. <laughs> you know, artistically, but that can kind of put like a lot of pressure on yourself to like scramble and get a lot done. But it's like, you know, you still need to give yourself that time to, to produce things. And, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, you got to remember not to put so much pressure on yourself.
1: Exactly. You just thank you because that's exactly how I feel. And that's exactly, I feel like what my boyfriend was telling me yesterday It was like, stop to slow down
0: (laughs) yeah i want to go back to i i I guess your your beginnings as an artist just tracing your 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 art through like youtube and social media like the earliest back i could see was like uh like eight years ago posting like videos of like original songs and stuff they were really good though like i when i was listening to watching those videos and stuff i was like oh what is she covering or whatever and then when i saw that those are original songs i was like Dang, she wrote these? That's crazy. Ah, thank you, thank you so much. When did
1: you start out with music? When did I start out with music? Okay, I probably started out with music before I popped out the womb, um, cause my dad's a musician. So there was just like always music playing. Like he always just like make songs for all of us um, and things like that, I'm the youngest. What does he play? He plays the guitar and the bass
0: just kind of as a hobby?
1: No, he went to Cal Arts um, and trained in classical guitar. And then he was in a reggae band called Boom Shaka in the late 80s and early 90s, um, playing bass and guitar for them and doing some backup vocals. So he is the reason why we all got into like instruments and things like that, all my siblings and I, but I started playing the piano when I was five So that's, I think, the time marker start of like my musical career, making music, learning how to play an instrument. Um, And then I'm sure I was like singing before that and during that and past that. So, yeah.
0: So when you say we, your siblings, who, who are your siblings?
1: So I am the baby. And then after me, there's my brother. And his name's Jordan. And he's... Oh my gosh. I think he's going to turn 28 this year. Um, and then my sister, Avriel, just turned 30, like, a couple days ago. And then my oldest sister, Alina, she is 35, I think. I hope. And that's all of us, yeah.
0: Are they artists as well?
1: Um, In one shape or form or another. Um, I don't know necessarily if they claim that as, like, their job or like their like livelihood um but we all dabbled whether it was like dance or music um singing yeah so my oldest sister Alina she was a dancer first and foremost and like performed and was like um also like my older two sisters kind of went in and out of the entertainment industry when they were kids and then By the time my parents got to like me and my brother, they were like, "Mm, nah, we're not gonna take you all on auditions and things like that. Cause I kind of started to see how like fucked with like kids' psyches and like egos too, in a sense as well. So, um, but Alina, she was a dancer. She performed a lot when she was younger. Um, Not really so much into like the singing or anything like that, but like the dancing and the acting. And then my sister, Avrielle. She wasn't really so much about the dancing, but was very much about like the singing and the making music. And she actually um, has a following because of her music and doesn't make music anymore. She uh, goes to Harvard right now getting her PhD, but I'd still consider her an artist. I'm not sure if she would. And then my brother Jordan um, knows how to play instruments and also knows how to sing as well, but doesn't rightly claim that like I think he should but he DJs as well
0: so that's awesome yeah I should have asked you uh do you consider yourself an artist
1: yeah I consider myself an artist and it's kind of been a recent like pair of pants that I've put on and just like decided that I'm always gonna wear these um I think it's kind of awkward to like self-proclaim as an artist and no one told me that this was going to be awkward (laughs) like uh I feel like I've I've always thought that like oh someone externally tells you that you're an artist or someone like you have some external force kind of like tell you that you're an artist um but as I was just learning more and more about other people that I really look up to and just like listening to their interviews and things like that. And also just like going along my own personal, like moral philosophy. I was like, wait, I can be anything I want to be. So therefore I'm going to just take this label and name myself an artist and have everyone else believe me and follow what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. When you're making art, it's, it can be scary when you're starting out to like come out with anything that you that you, that you're passionate about and be like, Hey world, you know, I, I think I'm good at this. Check this out. You know,
1: exactly. Exactly. I,
0: I I think it comes from not wanting to be looked at like, like someone who's too full of themselves or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, or trying to push it too far where you're like, you know, arrogant or too self-centered, you know, but um, I mean, oftentimes people just don't even care that much. To begin with you know people people never judge you as much as you think they are is what i find
1: Mm -hmm. totally i completely agree with you um but it's so easy and i i'm so guilty of getting wrapped up in the whole like worrying about um if it's gonna come off as being like narcissistic um or arrogant or any of those things definitely and it's like where's that line between that and then like self-confidence
0: and at a certain point, I think, I think it just comes with age and experience too, is at a certain point for me, it's just like, you know what? Like, we're all going to die. It's like, just, just do what you want. Yeah. You know? And um, <laughs> It just, at a certain point you you just kind of grow to the, and then like, dang, I shouldn't have cared that much back then as, as you just go through life and people come and go and mm-hmm. you, just, you just have yourself. So.
1: Yeah. And I think that was um something that I had to deal with yesterday and then I've just like kind of been forced to deal with during this quarantine is um, my more like little kid aspect and approach to, to being an artist. Um, I feel like I peeled a layer off where it's like, okay, now I can like kind of be the 22 year old that I am the mature person that I am, but then also kind of apply that to like the way that I create um, as well. And like in a very small way, but like for me, it's a big personal shift. So that's nice.
0: And uh, one other thing that I want to say is, you kind of have to come out and be like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I, this is what I'm passionate about." For other people to get on board and to believe it, you got. Mm-hmm. You have to believe yourself. Exactly. You know? No one's gonna. No one's gonna take you seriously until you take yourself seriously.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I completely agree. I tell myself that as well.
0: <laughs> but so, so when you st- first started out, you know, five years old, you gravitated towards the piano. Um at that point, are, are you just kind of simply doing it because you want to do it? At, at any point during your childhood, did you ever think like, you know, I want to do music or I want to make art for or what what was your thinking? Or did you even think about anything mm-hmm. about your future or
1: yeah, you know, yeah. What were you thought? I
0: love these questions. I just want to let you know,
1: this is so fantastic. Um <laughs> I'm getting lost because I like you start the question out and I'm like, oh my gosh. I would have asked someone this or like this is a part of my brain that I've thought about like I appreciate this. Um, That's cool. (laughs) So I didn't I think I I would go in and out of phases like starting out it was more so just like my older siblings are doing this so I just want to be like everybody else and like just join the gang. So like I'm out here playing the piano, making music, whatever. And then um, I was also in dance classes by the time I was like two, three, and then took a break for a bit and went back to dancing per my request. So now I think this is where I'm starting to get more serious as being an artist, maybe like middle school when I go back to dance. And, um, that's when I start like writing more of my own music on the piano. Cause I'm starting to get like really annoyed of having to do piano recitals and like do sheet music and all that stuff. Um, and my older sister at that time too, starts like making her own music. Cause she's what, eight years older than me. And if I was like 12, so she's around like 20, 21. So like a little younger than I am now, which makes sense why she'd be like getting into the music scene, music business, da-da-da-da-da. So I'm just trying to be like her. And not really thinking much of it that much still, not thinking that I could like do this as a legitimate career. Um and I gravitate towards dance. And that's where I go. I stay there and I'm like all through high school. I drop out of high not drop out of high school, but I like leave public school so I can focus more on dance and like do homeschooling, da da and I'm so convinced that I'm gonna be a dancer. But then I break my foot right before I'm about to graduate high school, my senior year. And then I just like threw away the arts completely. Um, I'm sure out of an act of like betrayal or feeling like I was betrayed maybe by like my body or just by like the higher forces of like, what the fuck? I really
0: wanted to be a dancer. How dare I break my foot? And now I can't do this. So. And what does that, sorry to cut you no, off. Okay. What do you mean when you say you wanted to be a dancer? What does that look like? as a career?
1: Yeah. So um, pretty much just going out on auditions for commercial jobs is what I was planning on doing. I never really wanted to be part of like a company um, because you could go that route as well. Um, Usually that's a little more formal, but it also kind of just depends on the style of music. Um, So there's like the commercial aspect. There's like being in a traveling company and there's also like teaching. There's also the education part of being a dancer Um, so personally, yeah, I was more so into the commercial business. I didn't want to do like any sort of dance team type of stuff for like, you know, the Lakers or the Clippers or anything like that, because that's also part of the job. But I more so was like, I think striving for music videos or like backup dancers on like tour or something for an artist, I think was my aspiration at the time but i was also like 18 17 so i didn't really know how the world worked that well either
0: i think it's interesting you know that you talk about growing up in a music family it's like i think that could be a gift and a curse in a way because it's like you're surrounded by it so you can get introduced early on but then also growing up you kind of want to do your own thing sometimes and you you know you said you wanted to follow in your sister's footsteps but at the same time maybe You don't want to do what other people are doing, and it's kind of, it can be probably conflicting, I could imagine.
1: Nico, 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 welcome to the story of my life. So that's what I feel like the root of my problems always comes down to me rebelling against this, like, imaginary force. And it's just, I think I call it the baby complex from being the youngest, being the youngest of four. Um, So yeah, I'm always trying to be different and try to prove that I'm different, that I'm not like everybody else, that like you didn't influence me, da-da-da-da-da, like I'm my own person. Um, And then it kind of manifests into me battling myself, though, because it's like now that I am a self-proclaimed artist, I am trying to not be the artist, but like you said, my family is artistic. Um, And I think personally what gets my own head all tripped up is like, because of the fact that I trust my siblings and my parents like opinion on art, um, it makes sharing art with my family really scary for me um, because I know that they'll also tell me if like shit's not good.
0: So it's cool. I'm the opposite on that. <laughs> my my parents and my family, they'll just be like, I can't take good or bad. I mean, it's all gonna be good for me. Like they're not gonna.
1: Yeah right and like it really like any situation that's the funny thing when it comes down to it it's like any situation there's the good or the bad like you could really just pick or choose how you want to take it um and I've lately been trying to distance myself from like thinking that it's a competition within my family and more so trying to just like let them in you know Be grateful that they are resources that I have available. Be grateful that, like, they helped me so much and shaped who I am as well. Um, And then just also remind myself that, like, even through all of that, like, I'm always going to be Lily because I'm Lily because I'm in Lily's body. And that's because I'm Lily. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, because when you're younger, you're so much more susceptible to criticism and, like, taking it to heart. And, like, it might cause you to be like, okay, I'm just not even going to do this anymore because everyone hates it. But, you know, it seems like you're at a point now where it's like, you know, I don't care if anybody doesn't like this. It's like, I'm doing what I'm doing, you know? Thank you. I'm not going to stop. Yeah,
1: I'm glad it seems that way. Um, there's still days, totally, where I, I become that little kid and I remember, like, those critiques because um, that's a really really important aspect especially being a dancer too um just it gets into your head it's it's wild and then just also unlayering like what's more societal what was like personal like in terms of just like my identity as like a femme as a woman like all these different things that have been attached to me and it's kind of like taking off all these stickers that like I never put on myself but other people did
0: well it sounds like you uh you know you struggled with like with being an artist throughout your life. But I mean, did that ever push you to cause you to, um, to consider like doing a quote unquote like normal job or something or like, you know maybe just kinda not even doing art at all? Yes, dude, oh my gosh. I convinced everyone when I got to college
1: that I was one gonna be an environmental science major. I was in chemistry for like a week and realized I could not do this anymore. Then decided I was going to be a lawyer for like a good solid two years. um, And then after one of my best friends was like, okay, so why don't you want to be a musician? Why don't you want to be an artist? Do you really want to be a lawyer, Liliana? And I was like, oh my gosh, no one has ever seen me this like expose like whoa you're so right i don't want to do this thank you for giving me that out and that's all it took it was just like a simple conversation one time my second year of college second maybe going to like third year of college and after that i was like i don't want to do that i always wanted to be an artist um so that was me pretending like i wanted to be a normal person and have
0: a regular quote-unquote job i'm uh i'm super thankful that i uh i mean it sucks but like that I graduated last year and then I didn't have to go through. Like I can only imagine during college is like, yeah, pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's sad pretty much. And I'm like, everyone has such varying situations. Like some people, you know, come into our zoom calls at like three in the morning, their time, because it's not like everyone's also on, you know, Pacific standard time either, but like, you're still forced to come on to class. Like it just, there's a lot of kinks, but it's just okay. Cause no one knew how to do this before, but then it's like not okay to not be as gracious when it comes to grading or policies or things like that. Then it's fucked up.
0: Do you, have you found that um, it's been harder or easier oh my for yourself? Like so
1: much harder, so much harder. And what's gnarly is cause I didn't think it was going to be considering it was hard for me to go to class like in person this year. That's it already was um so i thought like oh i'll have much more motivation to like sign on a class but because again it's like i'm in f- the only way i can talk to my friends get updates on anything like do my art stuff is like on a screen but then i'm doing school on a screen all day so then i wanted to step away so badly um so it's a lot more difficult than i thought it was going to be
0: yeah no i'm the same way like all the all the art i do is through my laptop but it made me want to just start like getting away from that more and just like sitting down at my keyboard or with my guitar and not and just doing it for doing it which is kind of cool in a way not everything needs to be put out
1: that's a really good point I forget that you can just kind of play instruments
0: (laughs) just for the pure sake of playing instruments (laughs) yeah so yeah it sounds like I guess in high school you were kind of you were I mean, you obviously got really good grades. You were grinding away, trying to get into college. Um, and then you got to this certain point. So what are you studying now?
1: So I just studied gender studies. Um, and I've just decided to stick with that, knowing that I really value all of like the knowledge that I've learned from there and that there's a way for me to translate that into what I create.
0: What do you take from... Your gender studies classes into your art.
1: Yeah, um, my personality. I think learning on how learning about like the ways in which the world works and how society is structured, um, and recently also really owning my identity as a black woman, as a queer woman of color, like has just helped me be a lot more confident and knowing that there needs to be my place my identity my voice in the artistic world um and just like in the world at large but like the way that I am choosing to do that to share my message my truth speak my truth whatever you want to call it um is through
0: art so wait you're uh are you would you be a senior in college right now
1: mm-hmm. yeah I am I graduate in June
0: via the internet yes
1: just like how I graduated high school too
0: <laughs> oh really why was that uh why was that oh because you're home school mm-hmm. yeah 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 so, do you value being in college now? I mean, what do you, in hindsight, I guess you can't really you can't really denounce going because it got you to this mind state now. But would you do? You, do you think going to college is a is a valuable thing, and would you recommend it?
1: I think going to college is a valuable thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's a valuable thing for everybody. Um, I think we are so often forced to go to college or we like as a society uh, hold that to a high standard but it's like getting a bachelor's degree doesn't even mean shit anymore like you need to go get a master's degree you need to go get a PhD before you can really actually like be quote-unquote qualified to like talk about whatever you're talking about which it's like to a certain extent I totally agree with that and I think that's really valuable but then at the other time I just think like putting weight too far on one end of the scale just makes like people who don't go to college, maybe people who like um, choose vocational things or like go to trade school or just maybe try to be something else. It makes it a lot more difficult. Um, and just the pure fact that college is so expensive and like really not accessible for everyone to go to. Um, that's where I have my qualms with like higher education. Um, but I also am very very grateful that. I know all of this information because I literally went to college, which is also kind of like the gag out of all of it. Like I know so much because I went to college, but then I'm like, I don't agree with any of this. Why do I know this now?
0: Fuck. Yeah. I agree with a, a lot of what you said. I, I feel like um, a lot of the value that people put on college is like based on the degree, um, like a piece of paper, but it's like, you know, you can learn a lot of things in school, but I feel like with now that we're living in the future with the Internet, it's like there's so much access accessibility to learning on your own, if that's something you really want to do. And I think kind of uh, if there's something you're really passionate about, I think we live in a cool time where you can you can learn so much on the Internet. You can, you know, be around other artists on the Internet, get inspired and. Uh, that's a really cool thing. I mean, so much of your art is out there on the internet.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but I guess now that you said that, um, I'm re- reflecting and I'm like, you know, there is a lot of Liliana out there on the
0: internet. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I like that you've you've kept those older videos out there because like, I wish I had access to my old YouTube that I deleted when I was younger you know
1: yeah I feel that way about my Instagram sometimes of like damn why did I delete my old Instagram
0: yeah definitely um so so is it during college that you really um gravitated towards uh poetry or is that something you've always been into
1: Yeah, college was where I definitely found my dear friend, Poetry. Uh, I was going to these open mic spaces, these open mic nights. It was weekly. It's called The Word on Wednesday at UCLA. Um, I don't even remember how I started going, probably because of my friends. But that's where I realized, like, whoa, I write poetry because I write song lyrics. And that's the same thing. Um, And then I think... I wasn't comfortable in like being a musician at the time. So poetry gave me like a really good avenue to get back into that field. But then I realized like, I really just love poetry also on its own. Um, because personally, I just have a lot of thoughts in my head, like 24 um, seven. And I think the the most comfortable way for me to get out what's in my head is through poetry. And I really enjoy the fact that like, there's no rules to it. Like the English language just has a lot of rules and like, it's annoying, but like poetry, I can just like put the words however I want, however they make sense to me. And like, it's poetic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Why do you think you were more comfortable uh, being out there with poetry than music at the time?
1: I think I was already pretty comfortable speaking in front of people. Um, I've just always been really comfortable speaking in front of like the class and doing presentations or speeches or things like that. So talking wasn't really an issue. And I was, I like already was comfortable being a performer at that as well through dance. Um, So yeah, I think that's why. One
0: of my, one of my favorite videos of yours, I don't know if it's on your Instagram or YouTube, but it was like, I think it was maybe the first video that you posted of your poetry, the one where it was the environmental poem and you uh, you paused and like took a deep breath with like the crowd and then got into it. You could, I think that was early in your public poetry it just felt very very raw and real
1: yeah um I love that space because of the fact that I've been able to experiment with stuff like that and that video was like literally it was raw because that was the first time I'd ever asked people to do a like group deep breath with me (laughs) like I really needed it that day um so I just went up there and I was like hi this is what I need please join me if you want um I've gone up there and like done a guided group scream before which was also really therapeutic um yeah i just love kind of also controlling groups of people in that way but like it's for a good cause so it's not a bad thing
0: i think on your instagram it uh it says what does it say i create cathartic
1: cathartic collages of words sounds and images
0: yeah when i read that i was like oh that's true it's like It seems to be, is that something you focus on keeping throughout your art to make it relaxing and cathartic?
1: So I just recently started focusing on that aspect during the summer Um, and because I did this like seminar workshop thing for art instructors um, at this place called Inner City Arts in downtown Los Angeles. And they're all about just like creativity through for expression and for like healing purposes and like everyone should have access to art and have access to like be able to create your create and express yourself um so after that this summer was really when I honed in on like wait a minute this is healing for me so like let me just focus on that because like that in and of itself even is just like a work of art that like um the fact that I was able to Get the sense of like relief or emotional distress, and get through that through this piece of art that you're looking at.
0: I definitely, I, I definitely noticed that. I mean, um, like one of my favorite things about about um, your poetry videos is like watching you. Like, I feel like I'm watching someone do something that they love, you know. And I, I'm sure I am. It's like that's one of my favorite things. Whenever I can tell that someone's like really enjoying the their moment in time of what they're doing and like watching you read your poetry like just the uh, emotion that you show on your face and like you're smiling as you're reading i'm like dang like she's really having fun doing this like that's so cool thank you so much i'm really happy that translates that i'm touched (laughs) it does i mean i don't have too much experience watching poetry or reading it even that much but it's cool you're you've kind of been my introduction into that world and just seeing when you see someone you're like oh this is genuinely what they love to do it's like you can't doubt it or anything like that
1: thank you thank you so much i'm really happy that that is um it's being picked up by someone
0: that's all that it takes the subject matter of what you uh of what you make your art about whether it's poetry or music is like I think it's cool that there's kind of like a contrast, but also not a contrast because they kind of go together in some sense. But it's like, you know, you'll you'll have uh certain pieces of art that are, you know, very personal to yourself about love and things like that. But then you'll also have, you know, big concepts about, you know, social issues and the environment and things like that. So I think it's cool how you um how you go back and forth you bounce back between going in and then looking out is that something that you try to do or
1: yes yes it is the micro and the macro is what I always love to say because um, the personal is political and so it's like love for me personally like my love and that journey for me is also it's a It's a microcosm of this larger societal structure that we have and how we care for each other. Um, And I just, also those are just my personal interests. So I just try to keep it as like raw and real as well. Like my brain's always in this like society revolution, is everyone okay? Like, and then it's like, my love, mi corazón, like, are you doing okay too? Like, yeah.
0: Well, you have these different outlets, you know, dancing, poetry, music, filmmaking uh did i miss anything else dancing
1: poetry filmmaking i don't think so photography
0: photography any of those uh do you think about the medium before or after you think about what you want to make or does it does the does what you want to talk about or make dictate what how you're going to express that does that make sense yeah or are you just not even conscious of it It
1: depends. I think it's situational. Um, A lot of times I just find myself there and it's not conscious. Like earlier today, I started um, drawing over this film picture that I took and I didn't even realize that I was making art until like I got like halfway through it. And I just kind of was like, I have feelings. I need to express my feelings. Like, let me just do this. Um, So I think for me, most of the time, it's like I have this feeling or I have this like thought or both. And I'm like, okay, what is the best way f- for me to express this or get this out um, in this moment in time?
0: No, yeah, that I mean, I think that relates to back what you said about, um, you know, going back to your inner youth of how you made art when you were a kid. Cause I think back to certain things I did when I was younger and I was like, why did I do that? You know, I just probably just started drawing or just. You know, you just kind of go with your instinct. And I think we can forget that sometimes as we get older.
1: Yeah, totally. That's what I try to do. Um, just follow like impulses that I have or my instinct um, and just trust myself. That's my biggest thing that I'm trying to do.
0: Do you think about the audience or are you just making things for yourself and then you, you put it out there, but it's just for you? Or do you, are you conscious of what other people might think of that for better or worse?
1: Yeah, Yeah, so I try um, to keep myself as a central focus. um, But I definitely get sucked into making art for other people. Um, And not to say that either one is like, better or worse. But just for me, personally, when I start to make art for other people, that's when I go literally nuts. um, And like, start to depersonalize a lot, start to second guess myself, get really insecure. Um, So my preferred way to make art is just for me thinking about what I need, keeping myself as my own audience. What does Lily like? Would Lily do this? What would Lily do? Um, And that way it's like this authentic representation of myself, because again, like the nature of my work is like cathartic work through my own emotions, not through other people's emotions.
0: I think that's a good approach, a good way to do it. And I think it's important for people. To hear those things uh i wanted to talk to you about other things that you're uh that you have going on in your life too like through school you're part of a few clubs right
1: not anymore i am a senior and i decided to just literally do my own thing um but i have i've been very very deeply involved in academia and school um, I think to make up for the fact that I wasn't a part of any clubs and things like that in high school so like I was in government um, like student government and I started an environmental club um, an environmental justice club and I was in radio at UCLA I was in the student labor advocacy project um, which is like basically like the labor rights advocacy group on campus um, dabbled in like the LGBTQ center and some of the different programs that they have going on. So, yeah, that's what I've done, but not
0: anymore. No, that's that's good, though. I mean, um, what? how did you how did you get involved in those? Is that something you picked up in on college, like, you know, activism and standing up for people and things like that?
1: yeah that's something I um, more consciously picked up in college, but throughout my entire childhood, um, my parents are pretty um, radical people um, which is difficult to like see that as an ob- objectively when it's like you're in your family and they're your parents. Um, so more recently, I've been realizing like they're very very radical and they have been for a really long time. so I've just kind of absorbed that. Um, not knowing how much I really like gave a shit about a lot of people and about injustice in the world. And then in college, it really just like expedited because I was like having the knowledge aspect. And once I learned something, I just like, I can't unlearn it. And I have to just do what I like morally think is the right thing to do after that. Um, And that just drives my revolutionary spirit.
0: Yeah, it's almost like um, you feel like maybe it's almost like an obligation when you have Certain ideas or um, information.
1: Exactly.
0: To get it out there. Yeah. But do you feel like that's something that you're trying to push forward through your art too?
1: Yes. And I try to, again, remind myself that the personal is political. So even if I'm just talking about myself, like that in and of itself is like an act of resistance. Um, that in and of itself is like radical. Um, but it just, it just, as the nature like inevitably comes out, cause I'm always just thinking about how to make the world a better place
0: for everyone. So you realized at some point in college towards the end that that no, you didn't want to be a lawyer. You didn't want to be a chemist. You wanted to be an artist. And um, so do you have short-term or long-term goals now because of that realization? And how does that pan out or look for you in the future?
1: I do have short and long-term goals And I wanna say that I don't just in the sense that I feel like they're constantly shifting, they're constantly changing. Um, But I think something that I've more concretely decided upon is that I actually wanna finish school. So like that's that's taking priority over my art for the time being because I have one quarter left, I just gotta get this done. And like, we're in a pandemic. So it's kind of stressful to like do school and also focus on art when I have like 5 billion projects Um, So that's first and foremost.
0: And do my podcast (laughs) (laughs) and do interviews. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And take care of myself.
1: Um, So I that's first and foremost. And then I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday about focusing more on um, finding my like my sound personally and like really just like honing in on who i am as a musician um and that way when i do decide to like put more projects out i have like a very clear idea of who i am and that way i can just like at least i take it this way of like i can be as grounded and secure and like as confident as i can and knowing that like this is who i'm showing and this person is me um and I also want to try to get back into the love zine that I am making that had a little pause on it because it also takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, so I think, again, once school is over, like back in June, I'm going to just hit the ground running with like the zine and my music.
0: What was the what was the love zine?
1: So it's a zine about love and the titles, What is Love? Um, and I just interviewed people like around our age, basically... Um, different, like, genders, ethnicities, um, sexualities, all of that, just asking about what love is for these people, um, what that smells like, um, what songs you associate with love, if you've ever been in love, um, does everybody have the capability to feel love, is that, like, a human thing only, can objects, like, just really just figuring out what love is, because I... I think I have a better idea now. But at the time I really had no fucking clue.
0: No, that's awesome. Sounds like you got a, a lot of uh ideas that you're cooking up and uh ready to get out there. Yes,
1: so many ideas, Nico, you do not even know. So that's also where my like I'm so excited, I'm so enthusiastic. I have a lot of ideas and really for me it's like okay, one step at a time. <laughs>
0: Oh, and as far as you say honing your sound, it sounds like you're you're slowly doing that, you know, just kind of going through the progression of, uh, you know, listening back to older music that you've made and how it's progressed now. It seems like you're definitely getting there Um, and just watching other videos of you, you know, playing different songs, hanging out. I feel like it's it's uh, becoming more defined what you're going for, which is cool
1: thank you thank you
0: we're out here we are trying we are doing and it's and it seems like you have a good group of uh friends around you too are they are they artistic too yes i have the
1: best fucking group of friends uh i love my friends so much um yes they are all artistic whether some of them claim to be or not i don't really care because i think they're all artists um and i think that's why they're my group of friends and why we gravitate towards each other so much Is because like at the end of the day, like, they just understand, like, my thought process and, like, the way that I express myself. Um, And I think that's really important to have that grounding, like, community surrounding you um, when you're being an artist. And honestly, when you're just being a regular human being in the world, too. But being an artist, you're definitely in a very vulnerable state and a vulnerable position all the time. So I really, really value the solid-ass group of friends I got around me all the time
0: yeah i definitely see i mean on your youtube it's like you guys seem to always be having fun it seems like the place to be whenever you get your friends around like you guys were like on a boat or something one time and like (laughs) just hanging out in a room like listening to music dancing just going crazy that's my favorite part um yeah
1: I, I love that yeah we could really just be anywhere and like the boat was funny because that's my brother's birthday over the summer and like super bougie like personally not my cup of tea being on a yacht but like again it didn't even matter because like I was with my best friends so we were just being little fuckheads and like getting drunk on a yacht and just being like yeah
0: but yeah. yeah you just turned it into your cup of tea exactly
1: yeah and it's so much easier to do that with my friends that's why I love them
0: so much yeah. And it, it seems like, um, you know, whether it's your music or or videos or poetry or any art, it's like one um, constant that I see is like the idea of just like not overthinking shit and, um, you know, just putting things out there, um, whatever comes to your mind. Like even some of your poems are like, I wrote this today, you know, and you're just putting it out there. Is that easy for you to do?
1: no it's getting easier um but I think there I used to hold this like special value on art that had a shelf life that had been like aging as if that made it like any better um and really what I found is that like two years would go by and I'd go and listen to a song that I made like two years ago and I'd think that it was like so good and I'd be like, whoa, like 18-year-old Lily, like she popped off or 20-year-old Lily, like she did a (laughs) great job. And then one day I thought about it, I was like, why can't I think this about myself in the present moment when I make something like right here, right now? Like, and so I think that's, that question like sparked me to just like push myself to be more vulnerable and like share things that I wrote like that day, like you said, um, to just be like, this is valid because it's valid because it's valid now and it'll be valid later.
0: And I think it's cool for people appreciating your art to see timestamps of yourself progressing. You know, it's important to not get things super perfect and that, you know, because it's, it's never going to be completely perfect to you and you're always going to hear flaws in it. Exactly. But um, just getting it out there and then people can look back and say, oh, like you've progressed from there and you're getting better. That's cool to see as a fan of any artist. One thing I one thing that I've kind of been doing on this podcast that I kind of just did, I guess, subconsciously is like the people that I've interviewed have been people who who are grinding and who who are trying to get better and become better artists. And it's kind of tracking the somewhat start of people's journeys in a way. But I kind of want to I kind of want to know what you, uh, you know, looking further into the future. What what would that look like for you? Um, or what do you hope to do on a maybe larger scale
1: nico okay if we're being blunt as fuck i would love to be known globally for my music um first and foremost but honestly just like as an artist in general um and i want that just because i know that The nature of like my art is like sharing my personal narrative but also like has this social justice environmental justice aspect to it like i know that the best way to get uh like social movement or even just like a movement message across is through art and especially through music so that is like my top biggest ideal lily on a dream that could ever happen in life
0: it must feel good to have a uh you know ideas and and a perspective that you feel like the world can benefit from and it, it must push you. And does it, does it push you harder that you're like, dang, I wish people could hear some of these ideas that I have. Does that, does that motivate you?
1: Yes, it really does. It does. And um, especially so, because like the local is the global, right. And um, even if I'm just getting that out there to like my community and my city, LA, like, I mean, LA is a large city. So that's even in itself was like, really cool um but yeah because i just as a gender studies major someone who studies society who has studied humans and society for the past four years like um a lot of things that we're dealing with are globalized at this point especially because capitalism is globalized like our economy is globalized um colonization is a global thing that we've all pretty much experienced so to a certain extent there's obviously nuances and differences and that's where like The local community is like super important, Um, but there are so many things that I think globally could unify us and like our issues that we all face, whether it's like peace and love and happiness.
0: That's it. (laughs) Can you point to any artists that you're a fan of that are maybe touching on some of these ideas that you have and are doing a good job or?
1: that's um a loaded question there's so many people so I think someone that's doing something like me I don't know but I'll give you one person that immediately came to my mind when you asked me about an artist one of my favorite artists right now is this guy named Dean Blunt and um I love him because he has so many different names so like I never know what if I'm actually listening to him, or if it's not him, like, it's so great, too, he has absolutely no social media, so you can't follow him anywhere. he doesn't exist, basically, but, like, there's these YouTube videos of him, not even on his own YouTube, it's someone else's YouTube, someone else's, now that I think about it, who knows, but, and, like, he's just smoking blunts out in his backyard, wherever he lives, and, like, there's such shit quality, shit quality, whatever that means, like, they're just it's she's such a low-key person and it makes me feel so good because i fuck with his music so hard um and it just i don't know he just seems to really just have this like i don't give a fuck attitude i'm just gonna make my music and do what i want and that really inspires me i'll
0: have to check him out dean blunt never heard of him
1: yeah 10 out of 10 um also makes a, a really interesting range of sounding music like That's what's also um, mind-boggling to me as well. Something that I really, really admire. Yeah,
0: I don't know how certain artists... I mean, anyone can do what they want. But sometimes I hear artists, you know, after the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th album of, like, the same kind of sound. I'm like, how do you keep doing the same thing, you know?
1: Yeah, seriously, I don't know. Um, And I haven't even thought about that. But That's a really good point. I think I think about myself and that I love so many different types of music. And so, yeah, the thought of being like boxed into one genre makes me squirm.
0: But I guess I guess you can kind of relate that to anything in life. You know, I look at a lot like how do you do that? Whatever you're doing. For your whole life, you know.
1: Yes, that too. Yeah, I remember when I I first thought about that maybe in like high school or something, um, or towards the end of high school when I realized like, whoa, I don't want to just have the same job for the rest of my life. Slash, I don't have to have the same job for the rest of my life. Like, this is so cool. I could literally stop and do
0: something else. I feel like that's one of the like benefits of the internet is we have so much uh, visibility to like the possibilities out there. And so, you know, you see people and you're like, oh, they're doing that. Why can't I do that, you know? And it's like, maybe it was easier for people to keep their keep their head down and um, go along with the status quo when you didn't have access.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And like, um, even the like nature of the internet makes it a lot easier to apply for a job, right? Or like find out what even like is available. Cause I could just also imagine like coupling with what you're saying, um, like leaving or quitting your job, there's like that vulnerability and like that time gap of making money. But with the internet, like, yeah, you can figure
0: out like, oh, I have something lined up before you even quit your job, like that type of stuff too. So. Speaking of um, trying new things and doing, is there any art mediums or, or styles that you want to try out in the future that you're curious about?
1: Yeah, I've always been um, very curious about sculpting. I've done it once like on like the wheel the pottery wheel um and it was really hard so I don't even know if I'm good at it but I don't really care because it just is so cool and then it's like you literally like create something like with your hands which it's like writing words like you're creating something with your hands but I just love the fact that you're like making something with your hands and then I also could like decorate it afterwards like I get to paint it and then like whatever so it's like it's like using different layers of like creativity i'd really love to get into some sculpting
0: yeah it seems it seems really cathartic i've never done it but seems cool is this it are we done did we do it
1: i think so this is fun i am used to interviewing other people so having you interview me was like um i have a lot of respect for the people that i've interviewed (laughs)
0: It's not what, where do you. Where do you interview other people?
1: Um for the love scene. I interviewed like seventeen oh, right, right, right. people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I know I'm not good at it yet, but I'm trying. And I know that I just gotta keep doing it to get better. Is there any questions I should have asked you?
1: Hmm. I don't even know how to answer that because I don't know what your intention was at all to begin with. I purposely wanted to wait to listen to any of your other podcasts, so I'd be like extremely surprised.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. I was so I was so hyped when you reached out. I mean, well, yeah, I should say that that you're the first person to uh to request to be interviewed. I was like, "Hell yeah." Cuz it's so weird. It's hard to ask people to be interviewed, and it's hard to ask to be interviewed, too. It's just it's just a weird with anything with art, it's hard to ask to be involved. Or exactly. Be involved, you know?
1: And it's like, But why? I appreciate you, you thought, reaching like, out. It, really that's, do. Thank you for saying that. Because it felt weird on both sides. So then it's like the weirdness doesn't need to be there. We could just do what we want.
0: <laughs> well, is there any other uh, words of advice or maybe inspiration for maybe people who are struggling with some of the things that you struggled with early on and finding their inner voice or their artistic passion?
1: Yeah, I would say hmm, keep drinking your water, taking deep breaths, um, being kind to yourself and others, and oh, hi, and petting your petting your animals.
0: <laughs> Who is the, who's the special guest we have right here?
1: We've got ashes in the house, uh, kitty cat. We love ashes. Yeah, we love ashes. Um, I just say believe in yourself. You know, trust yourself. Trust that if you're doing something and you know that it's like not harming anyone, that um, but it's okay. Even if you might think that it's weird, um, be weird. Have fun. Just be nice.